Well, hello. Newsflash. Ding dong. Address the area before you get going. And it might make going a lot easier. Episode 1035 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, customize your warm-up routine. All right, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, I want to take a second and give a, a big thanks to uh, Tammy for jumping back on board ye old Patreon bandwagon. Uh, I know I, I kind of mention, or at least I, I try to mention every time I talk about Patreon, that uh, you're in control. You control how much you know support you send my way, whether it's a dollar, two, five, ten, whatever, and uh, you're never locked in to anything. You can adjust it at any point, and uh, maybe today's a, a perfect example of that, where Tammy was on board for a while, jumped off for whatever reason. Hey, no harm, no foul, no hard feelings, and now she's back. And so, uh, you know, if, if you've been on the fence, not sure you want to jump on board and, and uh, you know send a couple of cups of coffee my way, a few shekels, whatever whatever denomination it might be, um, you know, you can you can. And uh, if situations change or you don't like me anymore, or whatever the case might be, you can you can pull back, rescind completely, cut it in half, whatever it takes. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, no harm, no foul, no hard feelings. If you ever want to come back, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll welcome you back as well. Um, but uh, in addition to all the warm fuzzies that you get for supporting the show via Patreon, uh, right now, one of the things that I, I think is kind of cool, I hope it's kind of cool, I hope some people are, are taking advantage of it, or maybe not taking advantage of it, but are enjoying it, I guess is the right way of saying it, is that uh, you're able to kind of watch me write the book in real time. In, in case you haven't heard yet, uh, I've, I've been I've been kicking around writing marathons and metaphors for like three years now, uh, but finally actually making it happen. And, and I don't know, there's no timeline yet, there's no estimated publication date, there's no hard goal as far as I want to be done by XYZ time. But uh, what I've done for everybody that's on that, that's supporting the show via Patreon is basically give them a view link to my uh, you know Google Drive where I'm writing this writing the book, and you can check in on the status of the progress anytime. And uh, once a month, I kind of send an updated e- a message via Patreon that says, "Hey, here are the links again in case you're curious. Here's what I've been working on. Check it out." Admittedly, it's still pretty rough. All right, and, and there's not a whole lot. To, you know, it's not like we've got chapters and chapters written. But I've been focused on the introduction or the prologue or whatever you want to call it uh, recently. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm biased, but I think it's starting to resemble something that might be worth reading. Um, And by the time it's all said and done, hopefully it won't even just resemble. It will just be something that's worth reading. But if you want to watch that play out over the coming weeks and months and hopefully not years, but but probably months and and maybe up to about a year, um, you can read the book before it's it's all said and done and written. Uh, just by, you know, kicking a couple of bucks my way each month. So patreon.com slash disruns is the link. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash disruns. And uh, once again, Tammy, welcome back. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. And uh, everybody that is has been on board for a while, thanks so much. Everybody who has been on board and jumped off over the years, again, no worries, no harm, no foul, no hard feelings. The door is always open if you want to come back. We'll appreciate you and welcome you back. Um, and you'll get a second shout out. So maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's a method to the madness, right? You're like, oh, I'll take it, take a month or two off, come back on. Yeah, there we go. Another shout out, whatever, whatever works for you works for me. Uh, but once again, patreon.com slash Diz And there's a link in the show notes, link in the blog post, all that type of stuff. If you want to jump in. So today speaking of jumping in, how's that for a segue? Didn't plan it. Just kind of happened. 
not upset about it. Uh, talking about warming up, warming up before you run. It's something that I, I've gotten, you know, I, I love when people are like, I get so many questions about this. No, you don't. I don't get a lot of questions about warmups, but I've gotten a few over the last several, I don't know, months, weeks, something like that. Uh, a couple from folks that I work with, a couple just, you know, sliding into DMs, whatever. Um, enough that it was like, maybe I should talk about a warm-up at some point. Maybe I should try to put something together. And this whole itis saga that I think, I hope, is finally behind me, uh, I guess to be determined. So far, so good. Feels like things are in a, in a pretty good place and kind of getting back into the normal routine. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't crop back up. But that whole process for me the last six, eight weeks has kind of shown a light on the the idea, the fact, the the mark missed by me that, uh, you know, just like everything else that I talk about that, that I don't believe in one size fits all, I feel like the warm up should be part of that. And admittedly, uh, I guess now that I, I'm thinking more critically about it, I've kind of been into the one size fits all warm up advice for uh, a while with it, with the caveat of like me saying, go ahead and, and you know, whatever, this isn't a bad option. But basically, I've just been talking about the lunges and the leg swings for a couple few years now, right? As like the warm up. I still stand by the lunges, the lunges and leg swings, the lunge matrix, leg swings. Um, talked about that at first with with Coach Jay Johnson. I don't know, however many hundred episodes ago. We'll link that in the show notes if you're so inclined. Um, but basically, it's a series of lunges, doing some leg swings to help loosen the hips and the knees and the ankles, things like that before you go out for a run. It's also a sneaky little way to get a little strength training in. For those of you that are strength training averse, you know who you are. Um, but I, I, I stand by that the lunge matrix and the leg swings are a good, solid warm-up. I am maybe taking a step back from the idea that everyone should do the lunge, the lunge matrix and the leg swings before their runs because that uh, is a little too close to one-size-fits-all advice. And, and if you've been around for a minute, you know where I stand on one-size-fits-all. Basically, not a fan, one-size-fits-none. And uh, the idea that everybody should do the same warm-up I'm warming up to the fact that that's poor advice. I still think a warm-up's a good thing, right? Uh, like, like what, you know, don't miss that part of the message. I'm not saying to not do a warm-up. I'm not saying that a warm-up's overrated. Warm-ups are good. And, and we could probably spend a whole episode or a whole, you know, whatever, a whole not-so-quick tip talking about why a, a warm-up is a good thing. I've talked about it in the past. We'll link those as well. I'm sure there's, there's probably even a quick tip number that I, if I was, you know, actually prepared for these things, I would have written that down and said you can go back to episode 300 or whatever it was. Um, I don't know. Hopefully it's been more recent than that, but who knows? Uh, maybe there's a best of ish somewhere coming. Anyway, I digress. The reasons that a warm-up is a good thing, uh, is that, you know, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of in the title. I feel like it warms up your body, right? It gets you loosened up. It gets your heart rate picking up just a little bit. So it's not such a shock to your body that all of a sudden your heart's trying to go from steady Eddie to like, Holy shit, what's going on? Uh, it sends blood to your muscles, which is kind of important. You get the nutrients, you get the oxygen, things like that, that your body needs, that your muscles need to fire to, to allow us to run. Um, it helps to lubricate your joints. You know, it's, it's, it's something that, uh, make sure that, that, uh, you know, kind of, if you, if you ever feel a little, uh, tin manny, you know, it's like, it's the oil can, um, that helps you ease into your run. It helps to maybe take some of the, the aches and pains out of that first couple of miles by getting a decent little warm up in beforehand. Um, there's, there's so many benefits. There's so many reasons that, that in theory, they kind of all fall under the injury prevention umbrella, 
But, you know, you can parse it down and, and look at some different ways and different things and different benefits, uh, you know, th- that are that are different from each other. But again, they all kind of fall under the injury prevention, maybe even performance enhancing, maybe not performance enhancing, but allowing you to get the best out of your run, um, allowing your or at least giving your body the best chance to get the most out of your run are all reasons that a warm up is a good idea. So, yeah, do a warm up, do a warm up. The problem is, or, or maybe the thing that I didn't take into consideration as much in the, in the previous handful of years when I've been ranting and raving about how great the lunge matrix is, is that maybe not everybody's needs when it comes to a warm-up are exactly the same. Maybe my needs for a warm-up from one run to the next aren't exactly the same. So maybe, and by maybe, clearly I mean obviously, duh, one warm-up for one run, cool. But probably not the same thing from person to person, and again, probably not even necessarily the same thing from one run to the next for each person. So trying to trying to break it down, trying to give you some examples of, of what I'm trying to say, make this clear, make this be something that's as, as maybe obvious to you as it now is to me, maybe it's already obvious to you and I'm just telling you what you already know. <laughs> There's a decent chance that that's the likelihood. Um, but here are, here are some things that have really kind of clued me into this idea uh, in the last month or two. Again, somewhat triggered by a few questions I've gotten, also triggered a little bit by my own itis situation. So the first factor that may influence your warm-up, that may cause you to, to tweak, adjust, make fit whatever your situation is, is what time of day are you running? And the reason this is important is because, you know, depending on what you've been doing leading up to the run, you may not have a need for a very intensive a warm-up because your body might actually already be kind of warmed up. Examples. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that you're not like me and that you don't roll out of bed and out the door and 10 or 15 minutes, ideally. Um, so basically, you're not rolling right out of bed and going out for your run, all right? If you are like me, if that is your your thing, if, if you're up at whatever time and you're out the door just a handful of minutes later, you probably need a pretty decent warm-up because your body hasn't been moving for the last, hopefully, eight hours. Maybe it's been seven or six or nine or 10, but you've been asleep for a good chunk of time, not really moving, not really active, not really doing a whole lot. So yeah, your body, for lack of a better way of saying, is cool. Now, it might not be a temperature-wise cool, but your heart rate's lower, your muscles haven't been moving, your joints haven't been moving. So all those things I just mentioned about increasing your heart rate a little bit, sending blood to the muscles, lubricating joints, et cetera, et cetera, like all those things really, really need to happen. But what if you're running after you know midday in the evening? You know, I mean, there's so many, so many different schedules, so many different times a day that fits you, whether it's after you drop the kids off of school, or maybe, maybe you've got some, some dogs that aren't your running dogs. So like, I don't have to walk Bailey before I go for a run because she just runs with me. So, you know, she does what she needs to do somewhere in that first half mile of our run. But before when Tank was around, who was not a runner, I mean, I had to take the, I had to take the old man out for a walk before we went for a run. So maybe my needs for a warm-up in that situation were a little bit less because I already had, you know, a half a mile walk-in before I started my run. All that to say, 
you know, if you've, you've taken the dog out, you've already, you got the kids ready and out for, you know, dropped them off at school. Maybe you're running in the evening after work. You've already been up and doing things and you, you came home, you fixed dinner, the, whatever the kids are doing their homework. And now you're going to sneak out the door. Maybe you're out at your lunchtime. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. The point is that if you've been up for a while moving around, even if it hasn't been intense, but just like walking a bit, going through the office, whatever, grocery shopping and you're going to put the groceries away and then you're going to go for your run, your body's a little more warmed up than it is for someone like me who nine times out of 10 goes for a run right after I get up in the morning. I had never realized it till I just started thinking about it with, with preparing for this post, but my warm up on Saturday is significantly less than my warm up Monday through Friday. Why? Because most Saturdays, at least I guess I should say most Saturdays, maybe not every Saturday, but most Saturdays, I don't take the dog with me for the long run. Saturday is my long run day. She probably could still handle 10 or 12 miles, but she's getting old, you know? And so it's not worth the stress anymore of, of putting her through the paces for that type of a long run. Sometimes I'm meeting with Kate. Sometimes I'm leaving, leaving from my house. doesn't matter either way. If I'm going long enough that I'm not taking the dog with me, well, I'll get up and I'll take her out and, and take her for a walk, get our half mile in or whatever, come back and either hit the road or head out the door. I might get a little warm up in, you know, when I, when I pull up in front of Kate's house, I usually do a couple of lunges, a couple of swings. Do I do the whole lunge matrix? No. Why? Because I've already gone for a half mile walk. I'm already a little more awake than I typically am. Never put that together till I started thinking about, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe it would be a good idea to talk about tweaking your, your warm up and time of day that you run, or at least what you've done before your run leading up to it kind of makes a difference. Kind of, at least to me, logically makes a difference in how in depth your warm up might need to be. Another factor that hopefully won't take me 15 minutes to, uh, to, uh, over, you know, belabor or, or beat the horse or whatever the case might be. Um, but this one is, is really pertinent to me right now. Um, but what your body needs may change, may change, especially if you've got a little trouble spot, a little niggle, a little itis that, uh, needs to be loosened up, or at least that seems to settle down once you get it warm, once you get the blood flowing, once the oil can hits the joint, um, what's, once that tissue starts to, to warm up and it relaxes a little bit and it starts to lengthen and all of a sudden it's no problem. Well, in that situation, maybe spend a little extra time and it doesn't need to be lots of time. It might be 30 seconds. It might be a minute, but spend a little bit of extra time addressing that area, that body part that, that clearly needs a little extra TLC before you hit hit the road before you hit the treadmill, before you head out the door, right? Before, you know, this last month or month and a half or so, or certainly before I started getting back into running over the last, the last several weeks, I really didn't do anything for my ankles. Like I did my lunges and, and yes, there is a little bit of, of ankle movement that goes in, in, in that, you know, like, like when you get into a lunge position, there's, there's a little bit of, of calf activation and stretch and all that kind of good stuff, but nothing focused on, on, the Achilles tendon, but with the itis going on there, I've made it a little bit more of a point to do some, like just moving my ankles around before I, before I start my lunges, point my toes, flex my toes, rotate in, rotate out, do some circles with my, with my, you know, toes kind of move, trying to get movement in the ankle to just loosen everything up. When I do that, the lunges will go, be- go better. And there's usually, and especially, you know, it helps that, that healing is taking place, right? That the itis is calming down. But there's no issues. Like from step one to I finish, 
you know, knock on wood, the runs are good. Before I took the time off, and even when I started inching back in, but before it kind of the light bulb went on that like, hey, maybe do a little something extra for your ankles. Like the first little bit of the run, it was kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't know. This might be not a good idea. And then it would kind of loosen up as I went. Well, hello, newsflash, ding dong, address the area before you get going and it might make going a lot easier. So if you've got a little, you know, cranky IT band area, maybe you want to, uh, you know, do something that helps to, to wake up. Maybe it's foam rolling. Maybe it's, it's just kind of hitting that area a little bit to loosen that up. Maybe you, you get a little you know, hit it with the stick before you head out. Maybe that's part of your warm up routine. Maybe it's some toe raises, maybe it's some heel walks, some toe walks, whatever it is. Maybe it's, maybe you, your glutes don't fire as much as you think they should. And one good way to make sure your glutes are firing while you're running is to get them firing before you head out the door. Lunges can help with that. You could do some clamshells. You could do some fire hydrants. You could do any of those type of exercises that target your glutes. You don't need to do a ton of them. Six, eight, ten, something like that, just to get your 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 glutes firing, wake them up, make that neuromuscular connection, then head out the door, and odds are they're going to be firing while you run, or at least they'll be more likely to fire while you're running, which is going to be a good thing. So if there's an area, whether it's a niggle or whether it's just something that you're trying to work on, that you can address it as part of your warm up, address it as part of your warm up. Now you could make the argument that maybe all of us should should try to do those things, should try to wake up our glutes and loosen up our Achilles and yada, yada, yada. And it's not a terrible argument, but, you know, it's not one size fits all either. Do what you need. Do what your body's telling you. Wherever that little creaky spot is, that little, that little spot that needs a little extra TLC before you head out, incorporate whatever you need as part of your warm-up. You're going to make your run better. Your body's going to thank you. You know, it's a win-win. And win. Last example for today is to just kind of think about what you're getting yourself into for your run. Quite frankly, if you're doing an easy day, whether it's a long run or a short run, but it, but there's really no intensity to it, no no intervals, no major hill repeats or sprints or anything like that, you can probably get away. And, and this is where I get in trouble. This is where I hate saying these types of things because you're going to hear... Well, Diz said I don't have to do a warm-up, so I don't have to do a warm-up. That's not what I'm saying. But you can probably get away with a pretty simple warm-up. Something that's not as intense, something that's not as in-depth, probably something that's, that's pretty short and sweet. I don't know what that's going to look like. Maybe some jumping jacks and a couple of squats or a couple of lunges or um, some leg swings or some clamshells or some some band walks. or whatever. I mean, so many different options out there. But if you're just running easy, getting three miles, four miles, two miles, mile and a half, eight miles, but there's no real effort, just an easy run. There's still benefits to the warm up, but you know, you can probably kind of ease into it a little bit, even include that first mile into your, to your warm up. But if you've got some, some serious effort going, you're doing some repeats, some type of sprints, some intervals, maybe it's race day. Maybe you're doing some silly 5k, I guess tis the season right? It's starting to be spring and, and into summer as this episode comes out, which is, which is kind of feels like 5k season for a lot of folks. Well, you know, if you're doing a 5k, there's no, there's no ease into the 5k. Not if you're racing it, you're going to drop the hammer. Well, by God, you want your body to be ready to drop the hammer and it only gets ready to drop the hammer by doing, by, by being well warmed up. And in that case, you want a pretty, 
I don't, not like super intensive, but you want a pretty thorough warm up because you're getting yourself into a situation where you're going to go. You're going to go. So do the lunges, do some, some super dynamic things, maybe some, some light plyometrics, maybe some jump type of things. Maybe you run a little bit, you do some, some form drills, some high knees, some butt kicks. I'm not going to get into what that warm up should look like right here because the more I think about it, there is no, what the warm up should look like. It's what you need based on where you're at. As far as what time of day, have you been awake? You just roll out of bed based on how your body's feeling. What areas need a little extra TLC based on what you're getting yourself into? Just an easy run, hammering a 5k, something in between. Those are three, I think pretty obvious factors. There's probably some other ones that are maybe a little bit more, more subtle, but when it comes to your warm-up, it's important. Don't skip it, but definitely adjust it. Just like I feel, you've heard me talk about how much I feel that one size fits all is garbage. But one size fits all can be a good framework, a good starting point. Whether it's the lunge matrix or whether it's any other runner and warm-up routines that you, you might have seen as, as, there's dozens of them, hundreds of them, thousands of them. YouTube, different apps, all these types of things. There's all kinds of running, running warm-ups. Those are all fine to start from. But I can't encourage you strongly enough to take those warm-up templates, those one-size-fits-alls, and tweak them, adjust them based on what you actually need, what your body is telling you you, you need. That way, you're giving yourself your best chance to have a productive run, And maybe more importantly, a run that has you healthy at the finish line, or at least when you get back home, or at least when you hit that stop button on the treadmill, which for me would be about 47 seconds after I hit the start button, but that's another discussion for another day. So there you have it. Warm-ups, make them your own. Get more bang for your buck for those, those five minutes, eight minutes, 10 minutes that you're investing. Might as well get the most out of it by making it your own. Comments, questions, concerns. What did I get right? What did I get wrong? Let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can always slide into the DMs with any questions or feedback. Always appreciate that. You can also shoot me an email. You can slide into the old inbox, Dizruns at gmail.com. And uh, if you're so inclined, check out the memes, check out the, the GIFs, check out the nonsense, a couple of links, and of course, the comment section over at the show notes for today, Dizruns.com slash 1035, Dizruns.com slash 1035. We'll take you there. Uh, check out all the things. Leave a comment if you're so inclined down there at the bottom. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, if you've got a, if you've got a running friend that's like, eh, warmups, eh, hit that share button and send it to them because they need to do their warmup. And maybe the reason they don't, they don't really believe in the warmup is because they've, they've never really done one that is actually what they needed. So hopefully this will help encourage them to tweak and adjust and make it their own. Hopefully it'll do the same for you as well. And if you want to support the work we've got going on, the things that are coming in, if you want to sneak peek at the book, patreon.com slash disruns is the link. Send a buck, two, five, eight, ten, fifty. I don't care. You know, if you want to send fifty bucks a month, I will take your fifty dollars a month. Um, but whatever. If you, if you if you can only send a dollar, if you only think the show is worth a dollar, I'll take that as well. Thanks again to Tammy for jumping back on board. And until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. Hope this was helpful. Hope it made you think. Hope you have a good warm up before your next run. And uh, one way or another, we'll talk soon. Right? See you. <laughs>